Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Bitcoin was created as perfect money and always will be. In today's show, I'll be breaking down the latest technical analysis as Bitcoin holds on strong to $30,500. And quoting Max Kaiser, there's only one country that passed law stating only Bitcoin is money and everything else is an illegal, unregistered ish coin. If you live in a country other than El Salvador, you'll never know what it's like living in a free, prosperous, secure Bitcoin country. Don't die a fiat money martyr in some USD dump. Also in today's show, Vitalik Buterin declares he is not staking all of his ETH, but merely a small portion. We'll also be discussing trillions of dollars could flow into the altcoin markets as crypto flashes a gorgeous chart, according to macro guru Raul Powell. Also, massive rumors circulating on crypto Twitter right now that the SEC chairman Gary Gensler resigns amidst the ongoing scandal. I'll be breaking this down for you. We'll also be discussing analysts who called May 2021 collapse predicts a Litecoin rally. It says Bitcoin is on track to surge to $150,000. I'll be breaking this down for you, as well as Bitcoin price prediction from Fundstrat's Tom Lee. In a recent interview, he says that $200,000 per Bitcoin is possible after SEC crackdown on exchanges. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost, a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Welcome to everyone just tuning in. This is pod episode number 1330. I'm your host, JV, and today is July 2nd, 2023. What's good? Make sure to say hello in the live chat. Now let's dive into today's market watch. We got Bitcoin just starting to crack right now, down a quarter of a percent, trading at roughly 30,500. We also have Ether down a half a percent, trading just above 1,900 with Litecoin leading the pack. Keeping in mind, the Litecoin having estimated date is roughly 30 days away and it will probably continue to surge. And checking out coinmarketcap.com, the current crypto market cap, sitting above $1.2 trillion with $26 billion in volume in the past 24 hours, so volume is down roughly 25%, with the Bitcoin dominance back on the climb at 49.6%, with the Ether dominance at 19.2%, and checking out the top 100 crypto gainers in the past 24 hours, Compound leading the pack up almost 20%, trading at 62 bucks 
even, followed by the graph up 12%, trading just under 12 cents, followed by flow up uh, almost 12%, trading just above 70 cents. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers for the past week, Comp also leading this up 20%, uh, GRT up 12.5%, and Flow up 10.7% with the biggest loser being Scamcoin, FTT. With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption in logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com insights. And checking out the Crypto Greed and Fear Index. We're currently rated a 63 greed, yesterday a 59, last week a 64, and last month a 50, which is neutral. So there you have it. Welcome to y'all just tuning in to today's live stream. I appreciate the support each and every day. Now let's dive into today's Bitcoin technical analysis and check out what's happening. Bitcoin has calmed after the Friday roller coaster that drove it up and down by over a grand and remains relatively still at $30,500. Meanwhile, the alts are also less volatile today, as it typically happens during the weekends, as today is Sunday, right? With Solana emerging as the most substantial gainer for the larger caps, Bitcoin went on a tear last week when it jumped from 26.5 to over 31,000, hitting a new yearly high. The bears tried to intervene, but only managed to halt Bitcoin's price surge, and the asset remained stuck in a range between 30,000 and 31,000 for the past week or so. That all changed on Friday following reports that the SEC could reject the most recent Bitcoin Spot ETF app, followed by the likes of BlackRock, the largest asset manager in the world that control roughly 10 to 20 trillion in assets under management, as well as asset management giant Fidelity, which controls roughly $5 trillion in assets under management, as well as others, as they supposedly lacked critical information as the crackdown on crypto continues. Bitcoin reacted with an immediate nosedive that took it from over 31000 to a 10-day low of roughly 29.5 on Bitstamp. However, the bull stepped up and pushed the crypto north shortly after, resulting in a recovery to where we're currently at, roughly at 30500 in the past 24 hours have been quite calm in crypto with the asset remaining at around that time. As such, its market cap is just under $600 billion and its dominance over the alts is just shy of 50%. So there you have it. And quoting the high priest of Bitcoin, Max Kaiser, there is only one country that has passed laws stating that only Bitcoin is money and everything else is an illegal, unregistered, Ishcoin. If you live in a country other than El Salvador, you'll never know what it's like living in a free, prosperous, secure Bitcoin country. Don't die a fiat money martyr in some USD dump. Very bold words coming from Max. Let me know if you agree or disagree in the comments. And now... Let's break down our next breaking story of the day. How many of you are bullish on Ethereum? Well, guess what? The co-founder of Ethereum, Vitalik Buterin, is not staking the majority of his ETH. In fact, a very small portion. So red alert. Let's break this baby down, shall we? Here we go. Ethereum co-founder Vitalik stated that he does not stake all of his Ether due to the multi-signature wallets being comped located in a bunch of ways. Here's what he goes on to say in the recent episode of the podcast, Bankless Pod. Because if you stake your ETH, the keys that access 
access it have to be public on a subsystem that is online. So for safety, it has to be a multi-sig. Multi-sig for staking is still fairly difficult to set up. It gets complicated in a bunch of ways. So he's ultimately saying he does not trust the staking protocol because it's not secure. Very interesting, right? Now, Charles Hoskinson, co-founder of Ethereum and founder of Cardano, took to Twitter on June 30th, stating he is at a loss for words after hearing Buterin only stakes a small portion of his Ethereum. Hoskinson added that all of his Cardano is staked, quoting Charles Hoskinson here. I had to listen to this a few times. I am just at a loss for words. All of our Cardano is staked. Guess what? That's how it's supposed to be for a properly designed proof of stake protocol. So what are your thoughts uh, surrounding this? Do you trust staking Ethereum? Anyone here? And is anyone currently staking it? Let me know. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Buterin also discussed the IGN layer protocol, which allows Ethereum validators and stakers to restake their assets onto other emergent networks. While it is only in the testnet phase and not expected to launch until the third quarter of this year, Vitalik said the main challenge is that it creates centralization risks, stating the following, trustworthy stakers would be valued more by the system than untrustworthy stakers. Trustworthy stakers are much less likely to actually get slashed. Now, surround Cannon, the founder of Egen Layer, explained that there are complex risks with restaking, and it's important to take a constrained approach in building restaking, quoting him here, constraints being what is really good for the ecosystem and having constraints on building what new innovation can be unleashed based upon this concept. This comes after Vitalik stated in a June 9th blog that the Ethereum blockchain outright fails without sufficient scaling infrastructure to make transactions cheap true. He also noted another point of failure related to smart contract wallets. Lisa is being honest. He explained that a move to smart contract wallets have resulted in certain challenges arising due to the complexities associated with user experience when users take control of multiple addresses at once. So there you have it. How many of you after reading this is a little bit more skeptical about Ethereum? <laughs> Let me know in the comments below. And now for the latest outlook from macro guru Rao Pao discussing uh, trillions flowing into the altcoin markets. Then we'll be breaking down rumors circulating on Twitter right now that Gary Gensler is resigning and being investigated. Then we'll be breaking down $150,000 Bitcoin price target, followed by the latest prediction by Fundstrat's Tom Lee, who predicts Bitcoin above $200,000 after the SEC crackdown, and then we'll dive into our live Q&A. And actually, yeah, let's do that uh, right now. Uh, shout out to the macro guru. Uh, the former Goldman Sachs executive believes that a deluge of capital will likely flow into crypto as the altcoin markets gear up for a potential breakout. The macro guru tells his million Twitter followers he's keeping a close watch on Total 3, a chart that tracks the total market cap of crypto assets, excluding Bitcoin and Ethereum. That's right. According to Powell, total three looks bullish as it trades close to the apex of a falling wedge structure and a breakout could send the total market cap of altcoins to above 
four trillion dollars. If that was to happen, where do you think that would likely send Bitcoin? Is the million dollar question. Quoting him here, gorgeous chart alert. I keep staring at this chart. It is one of the most bullish and perfect charts I have ever seen. And the measured objective is well over four trillion dollars. Total market cap, excluding Bitcoin and Ethereum. Let's go. And at this time, total three is trading at around three hundred and thirty two billion. So a move to four trillion suggests an upside potential of more than eleven hundred X for the altcoin market, which is virtually what? Eleven X. As for the market cap of crypto assets, yeah, eleven hundred percent meaning eleven X FYI. Paul thinks that it can surge to ten trillion dollars. Late last month, Powell said that he expects crypto to be one of the fastest horses that will likely outperform all the other asset classes as global liquidity continues to rise. He also said that BlackRock's filing for a spot Bitcoin ETF could attract fresh capital into the nascent space. I mean, that, my friend, is a given as there's currently trillions upon trillions sitting on the sidelines awaiting for a spot Bitcoin ETF to finally be approved in the United States. But unfortunately, there's a crypto crackdown by the SEC and their chairman, Gary Gensler. So let's break down the latest rumors and just let me know in the live chat or in the comments below, how many of you hope and pray that the rumors are true that Gary Gensler resigned and is currently being investigated for insider trading? Put a one in the live chat or in the main chat right down below this video if you would like that to happen. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And with that being shared, yeah, let's break down this rumor circulating on crypto Twitter. Shocking, SEC Chairman Gary Gensler resigns amidst scandal. What's the real story behind this move? Well, here's a thread. Let's break this down. We'll start right here. Breaking news, chairman's resignation sends shockwaves throughout the crypto industry. An internal investigation reveals alleged misconduct. But what really happened? Well, let's break it down. Sources claim the undisclosed internal investigation exposes serious concerns about Gensler's leadership. But what exactly are the allegations? Well, we're digging deeper to uncover the truth behind the SEC chairman's sudden exit. Yeah, and it continues. The SEC, responsible for market oversight and investor protection, is now shrouded in doubt. How many of you feel like the SEC has been doing their job in protecting crypto investors? I think not. Here we go. The fallout from Gensler's resignation could have far-reaching consequences. The anonymous industry insider shares their thoughts. The resignation of Gary Gensler raises concerns about the integrity of the SEC. The regulatory body must act swiftly and transparent to address these serious allegations. Investors' trust is at stake as we await official statements from the SEC or Gary Gensler himself. Speculation continues to run rampant. The departure of Gary Gensler leaves the SEC facing a monumental challenge. The next chairman must strike a delicate balance between regulation, investor protection, and uh, innovation, 100%. 
uh, where were we at here? Let's remember these reports are still unconfirmed. So until we have concrete evidence, skepticism is warranted. So please do keep that in mind. Stay tuned for the official announcement from the SEC or Gary Gensler. The truth will be revealed and we're here to dissect every detail. And finally, let's remember that accountability and transparency are vital in regulatory agencies. The SEC's actions following this scandal will shape the future of financial regulation. So there you have it. And also, Cameron Winklevoss uh, put up out a very awesome tweet just yesterday, which I retweeted. I want to read it to you because it's regarding the SEC. Today marks 10 years since Tyler and I, the Winklevoss twins, filed for the first spot Bitcoin ETF. That's a decade ago, folks. The SEC's refusal to approve these products for a decade has been a complete and utter disaster for U.S. investors and demonstrates how the SEC is a failed regulator. Here's why. Protected investors from the best performing asset of the last decade pushed investors into toxic products like the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, GBTC, which trades at a massive discount and charges astronomical fees, pushed spot Bitcoin activity offshore to unlicensed and unregulated venues, and pushed investors into the arms of FTX, subjecting them to one of the largest financial frauds in modern history. Facts. And he continues, maybe the SEC will reflect on its dismal record and instead of overstepping a statutory power and trying to act like a gatekeeper of economic life, it'll focus on fulfilling its mandate of investor protection, fostering fair and orderly markets and facilitating capital formation. This would have led to much better outcomes for U.S. investors. Breach. In the meantime, best of luck to all those fighting the good fight to bring U.S. spot Bitcoin ETFs to life onwards. So there you have it coming directly from the Winklevoss twins. I agree 100%. I feel that the SEC has been nothing but damaging the crypto industry. And a great example of that was last year with the debacle of one of the largest crypto exchanges in the world, Scam Bankman Freed's FTX. Gensler was meeting with him behind closed doors and there was no protection whatsoever. It's sad, but it's true. And with that being shared, fam, now let's break down this astronomical $150,000 Bitcoin price target, followed by the latest prediction by Fundstrat Global's uh, Tom Lee. And then we'll dive into our live Q&A. So here we go. Uh, yeah. Now check this out. Widely followed crypto analyst Dave the Wave, known for numerous epic calls of the last several years, is currently bullish on Litecoin and Bitcoin. The synonymous trader tells his 140,000 Twitter followers Litecoin may be gearing up for a breakout from a triangle pattern while simultaneously Bitcoin becomes off the key support level. Quitting him here, Litecoin threatening to go on a runner. As they say, don't marry a coin. This allows you to diversify a bit, hedge your bets, take some profits and volatility while also staying long on your main Bitcoin investment. He also shares this chart, which you can see in your screen. Now zeroing in onto Bitcoin, Dave the Wave says, Bitcoin is still on track for a scenario he called for the back in February of this year. The potential scenario suggests Bitcoin going on a five-wave impulse, Elliott Wave Theory, to the upside, completing in late 2024 or early 2025 at around the $150,000 level. I also got a state, as I shared in great detail yesterday's episode, billionaire venture capitalist Tim Draper just revised his timeline for a quarter million dollar Bitcoin prediction. And he's ultimately saying within the next two years, which means by the year 2025, right in alignment with Dave the Wave. And Dave the Wave shares here, Bitcoin impulse wave scenario is still on track 
four months later. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the analysts. And earlier in the month, Dave DeWave said that massive gains were now on the table for the King Crypto based on a combo of his logarithmic growth curve model as well as the Fibonacci levels. Quoting him here, with a consensus building that the Bitcoin bottom is in, the question increasingly raised is what could the next top be? A proportionate response with the parameters of the LGC, which stands for the logarithmic growth curve performing since 2018. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with Dave the Wave. And now for the latest from Thomas Lee, who was recently interviewed on TV, doubling down on his multiple six-figure price prediction. And then we're going to be diving into our live Q&A. So here we go. The price of Bitcoin, the world's biggest crypto token, could climb to $200,000 after the U.S. SEC crackdown on cryptocurrency exchanges, according to Tom Lee. Now, Kathy Wood, the CEO of investment managing firm ARK Invest, earlier this month said she holds a million-dollar target for the king crypto after the SEC crackdown on crypto exchanges. And in response, Fundstrat head of research, Tom Lee, made a similar assessment while speaking on CNBC earlier this week, adding that Bitcoin is battle-tested. I repeat, Bitcoin is battle-tested. Love that. Quoting him here, I think her idea, referring to Kathy Wood, of network value for Bitcoin and scarcity still argues that if it isn't an upcycle, her numbers are correct. You know, something in the $200,000 plus range. And if you want to watch a clip from this interview of him on TV talking about it, check the show notes below the video in the description as I also always include these resources in the show notes for you to reference and check out on your own. Anyways, their assessment comes after the SEC this month sued Coinbase for allegedly ignoring requirements to register with the agency. The SEC also claimed Coinbase offered and sold securities without registering its offers and sales. And in addition to Coinbase, the SEC also accused Binance, the largest crypto exchange in the world, of violating security laws, mishandling customer funds, and lying to the American regulators and investors about its operation. The financial regulator also claim that Binance mixed billions of dollars in customer funds and secretly sent them to Merit Peak Limited, which is a company controlled by the Binance CEO, CZ, who is the richest person currently in crypto, just FYI. The SEC alleged that Binance earned $11.6 billion in revenue from transaction fees between June 2018 and July of 2021. The defendants have enriched themselves by billions of US dollars while placing investors' assets as significant risk, the agency claimed. I think the agency is putting investors at extreme risk if you're to ask me. Now, both Binance and Coinbase denied the SEC's allegations and said they would fight back vigorously in court. That's what's up. Quoting them here, we are disappointed that the U.S. SEC Commission chose to file a complaint today against Binance seeking, amongst other remedies, purported emergency relief. Uh, Binance wrote in their blog post, but despite our efforts with its complaint today, the SEC abandoned that process and instead chose to act unilaterally and uh, litigate. We are disheartened by their choice. So there, yeah, freaking have it. What are your thoughts surrounding the SEC continuing their crypto crackdown? And as I mentioned earlier, if you're hoping and praying that the rumors circulating right now are true, that Gary Gensler, the chairman of the SEC, has officially resigned and being investigated, put a big fat one in the chat right down below. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode.